0: Hi there, wonderful people of God. You are welcome to Voice of Power Podcast. Here is your man's servant, Bishop Zeus. In this podcast, you will experience a voice, the voice of God. For there is a voice that impacts and changes lives, even the voice of the cross of Jesus Christ and of the Holy Spirit. You will be blessed to know Jesus Christ and walk in the light of his word. You will experience power for total freedom and dominion. Stay tuned in the grace of our Lord. Amen.
1: 2, 3, 7 verse The NIV says they charge like warriors. They scale walls like soldiers. They all march in line, not swimming from their course. But I love the King so much, which is so clear. He says they run by soldiers, hallelujah, to run by soldiers. So we are actually looking at the grace to run, that is uh, the theme for uh, the conference, the grace to run, the grace to run. Immediately we talk about uh, running, we picture the athlete who goes through a period of training himself or itself for a long while, and finally, comes to the picture and has to do some running, and so that is that is the image we paint in our minds. And we know from scripture that though the horses and the chariots will be prepared for battle, victory is of the Lord. So it's not so much a focus tonight as in preparing for anything bad. The focus is on the grace with which you can accomplish a set target. If you practically exercise every morning, jog around and train as much as you can, so that you'll be running a 4x4 or anything, you can be sure that in the physical you'll be able to go some distance. But there is something that goes beyond training, and that is what we want to serve you this evening. We've come to this institution to prepare for the future and it's important that we prepare. Preparation is necessary for execution. If you don't prepare, you cannot be sure of executing anything. It's so important that we prepare. But I want us to focus on something better than just preparation, which is grace. The Hebrew and the Greek brethren brings our minds to what is about the natural. So when we talk about Grace to run, we are looking at beyond what our capacity can handle, beyond what our capabilities can be, what can God add to our efforts. We are trying hard, we are reading hard, we are learning hard, we are working hard doing hard things but working hard does not automatically equate to success. As a matter of fact, we need to redefine what success is. If we look at success in the eyes of men, then we can be okay with working hard because when have pays off. But success is not having abundance of materialism.
2: Success is
1: achieving the set target which is not your set target, but the set target God has for you. Hallelujah. I will premise success on what God is saying when he looks at you that who you are now because all of us are in the process and at a point we will arrive. See, I will arrive. No matter how slow things may be for you, you will arrive. But the emphasis here is, where you will be? Will that end be the end God has for you? That is a question we must answer. Sometimes when things don't go too well, we cannot. Ask questions like, why am I here? What am I doing? What is God and for me, or we ask the white questions and what questions. For me, that brings me to the subject of purpose. You see, these fans that are at least giving us some cool atmosphere, we have a purpose. The fluorescent tubes have a purpose. These machines, you all have a purpose and thanks be to God, he was sitting on a chair which is a real purpose. So, if the manufacturer who made this combo also added a document and said, following this document you will be able to operate and manipulate this gadget to the best and maximum of its usage. Then it starts to reason that you too you were fashioned and made for a purpose. And now there is a manual. There is a document that spells out how you can be utilized. Hallelujah. About 10 years ago, God gave me a, a command. It was a tax fulfillment. I haven't been able to finish it, but it's been in my spirit and some work has been done. He said, I should put down information concerning the God. Who utterly uses his generals? The God who utterly uses his generals. For God to say that means that his plan is to use us until the devil has no use of us. To use us till the world has no use of us. We we must come to a point where the devil wins out and he just passes by because he cannot find anything in us that is useful for him that the world will meet us and encounter us and will just, will just want to either learn from us because they cannot use us the world cannot take advantage of us the devil cannot take advantage of us because God utterly uses us
2: and that is the place I believe God
1: is seeking to bring all of us that we will be worthy by God Jesus was right to say that, come to me all of you who are 30 and heavy feet,
2: and
1: I will give you rest. When you read that part of scripture and you end at rest, you will expect that then your life is going to be a life Then you're going to say that for oh, my work is easy and my burden is light. Easy and light. You guys can't speak for a while. But the emphasis Jesus says, I have a yoke. I have a burden. We are stepping out and we are stepping into. When we come to Jesus, we step out of the world, we step out of sin, we step out of a lot of things, a lot of bad things. But He also brings us into. And so tonight, I want to focus on, we running out, Then tomorrow we look at running into, hallelujah.
2: Where you are now,
1: if it's not the ultimate purpose of God, you need to get out. And I mean it. I'm saying it lightly, but I wish I could have an amber running here so that you know it's an SOS call. You need to decide... The building you are in is about to collapse. I have seen the grass and I'm telling you to run out. Where you are now, if it's not according to God's plan, you must get out. You must run out. But I found out that there's not anybody that is able to run out of danger. Uh, Some of us even see danger and we walk comfortably into it. You you can see this relationship won't end well and you are just walking into it. But I came to sound that. Alarm to you this night. It's time now to run out. To run out. And you need the grace to run. But tonight you need the grace to run out. And that is what I want to present to you. The work of the cross has purchased you and I. The cost is so expensive with all the blood of bulls and cattle and cocks and chicken brews
2: and whatever that he used to in the Old Testament
1: it wasn't enough The blood of Jesus which is so costly is what he has used to purchase you and I But if, if you are here and you are not going to gain the opportunities there for you to be Christ. But sadly to announce that some of us come into Jesus and we come with expectation that we are saved, we faith from the preaching of the word that we hear that we are saved, but the experience of freedom which is in us, our salvation is not totally complete in our lives, and that uncompleted task is what I seek to complete tonight, so that if there is any aspect of your life where you need freedom tonight we can employ the power of the blood to speak on your behalf to believe you Jesus said it is for freedom's sake that I have come to set you free it is for freedom's sake that I have come to set you free which means that his purchasing of our lives must bring us total and complete emancipation you should be able to wake up every morning and say, I know I'm free. I know I'm free. And there's nothing in my life that can prove that I'm not free. So tonight, if there's, if there's anything in your life, if there's anything, any aspect of your life that you think you, you just are not free, you don't want to release on another point and say, I need to be free in this area. We cannot proclaim to the world that we are free in Jesus, and we, as us, we know, that we are still slaves
2: in some things in our lives. We will not be receiving the world or anyone around us by ourselves. So we will not make foolish
1: the work of the cross by walking around and ourselves to be Christians. But we will rather see that total emancipation and be assured every day. That the blood has spoken for us. That the blood is in effect now and then, every time for us. Why? Because that work he did on the cross, he did for all humanity, and he did once for all. That blood is shared till date is still fresh, has a voice, is still speaking. Why would you choose to be a slave when your master has preached to you? such a I want us to see God in this area so that we can appreciate the work of the cross. So, we are talking about running and having the grace to run but tonight I want us to pay attention to running for because if you don't run from some things and you run with some things. You run into some things And we still don't experience something else. Your limitation tomorrow should be broken today. Whatever that will limit you tomorrow should be broken today. You cannot give the devil that chance to come your way next year with a situation that you need freedom from. You have to see ahead of time. And liberate yourself before you become a slave. Because I believe that before we fall into temptation, before we come into hard times, we already carry some things with us into the purpose of God. And my prayer is that if there's any other chain that is not held known to you, that gives you power today as we speak. You will need the service with your total emancipation.
3: Yeah. Hallelujah.
1: If the manufacturer of these devices it is able to make full calls, and yet you purchase it at economic full calls, then something is wrong with the device, not the manufacturer. As far as the manufacturer is concerned, it was tested and proven to make us. So you might as well take leave. It has been unlocked. Some of us have begun life. We've come this far, and there are things in our lives that we must let go of. We must let go of, and that is what I want us to pay attention to tonight. He has given us grace to be saved. But tonight I question your salvation. I question my salvation and I want you to question your salvation. I question your freedom and I want you to question your freedom. If you are not sure what I am talking about, just reflect in your life and look at the issues surrounding you and tell me, is this freedom? Is this emancipation? Is this all that the blood of Christ, not just the blood of any other, but Christ Jesus himself? Is this all that the blood of Christ can do for me? Is this all that I came to believe Jesus Christ for? If you haven't believed in him yet, if you haven't accepted it, is this all that I came to this world for? We sing this song sometimes, and I think it's important, not so that you will just cower in your pain and your disease and your vision but so that you can see a light of hope. Yes, I Most of you have exactly what your life wants to go, or exactly what you want your life to go right now. So you are reading some specific programs. And I want you to pause and ask yourself. Will I get there? Because I'm thinking that chat, will I get there? And when I get there, will it be? Because God gave me the grace. Because you can just look around you and you be sure that you may not get there if you don't let go of something. Else. You may not get there. You
0: may not get there.
1: And whatever that is holding you is holding you for a purpose, it's holding you for a reason. Because whether you are in Christ or you are in the world, two things are operating in your life. God and the devil. So my anchor scripture for tonight is just one scripture, Romans eight fifteen, Romans chapter eight, the verse fifteen. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery, leading again to fear. But you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba Father. There is a the next version. I don't know if you can have the King James. Anyone want to have much the King James version? For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear so we so watch it right there why is the apostle saying it this way why is he saying we have not received the spirit of bondage and he has again to fear which is saying if we are in Christ we have received some kind of spirit but not that spirit of bondage so anyone who is in the world has the spirit of bondage. So when we come into Christ, we don't receive the spirit upon bondage, we receive another spirit. And that is what I hope that you all receive and walk in. Hallelujah. But he says, again to fear. That's what the bondage is again to fear. One of the most potent weapons the devil has is our fear. As a matter of fact, the devil has no power. He thrives on our feet, on our anxiety. And I think what the scripture says to us that we should not be anxious for anything. <laughs> but in everything, by prayer and supplication, we sometimes we should make our issues, our cases, good to God. Why? Because when anything happens in your life and you entertain fear, you are just giving the devil big window with which you come into your life. Where there is fear, you cannot expect the fruit of faith. Where there is fear, you will not see any fruit of faith. No works of faith can go on where there is fear.
2: So, you going not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. Tonight,
1: I, I pray the Lord to bring the spirit of bondage. Hallelujah. If, if there is any one of us listening here who is experiencing the spirit of bondage, may you be free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.
2: But some of us
1: say it's not that there is any demon or history spirit but it's, it's, it's simply our anxieties, our uncertainties our insecurities and I want you to realize that for everything that you're going through the word of God which is the manual that has been added to you as a product of God gives you the advice you need the direction you need the lights that will shine on your path so you don't miss anything out. So while the devil wants us to be afraid, is it today? It's as hard to even have a handshake because of that coronavirus. A virus that sounds like a car. And while we may entertain that fear, we will end up experiencing that virus in Ghana soon. But in the church and the people of God will not fear, and will rather anticipate that God has an agenda for the world. He will not watch the devil program a virus to wipe out three billion people from the earth to assassins. success. He will not watch it.
2: So the intercessor among us should rise
1: and begin to pray. Way back, I think, a month ago, God was telling me they are working on a the Cleo, the vaccine and they had a the schedule to get it working by the end of February. Amen. Yeah, so I believe according to that revelation I have that by now they have that vaccine and working already. Other than that, 3 billion, that is the number I saw, 3 billion people are going to die because of this virus. is programmed to wipe out the people from the earth. But God will not watch even the sinner to die in their sin. And so we cannot entertain the devil and what he brings to us. I want you to put your two hands on your head. You just declare out of you, I'm not a slave. I'm not a slave to the devil. I'm not a slave to the devil.
2: I'm not a slave to fear. I'm not a slave to fear. I'm not a slave to to poverty.
1: I'm not a slave to mediocrity. I'm not, slave to. I'm, not slave to I'm not a slave to lack and want. I'm not a slave to need in this life. Well. And I'm not a slave to sin as well. So you do not see a limit to a What do we have? But it's six period of the spirit of adoption adoption, we who have been adopted by God can cry out from our spirit and declare
3: our father
1: like a baby that presents her best world that is you that is the question because most people like that to the Mama, before we say, Dada. Like a baby saying, a verse where, Dada. We cry out, Our Father. Our Father. Why do we cry out, Our Father? Because when we receive Jesus, we receive His Spirit. His Spirit and our Spirit agree that we are true. So when that agreement occurs in our spirit, we cannot but just cry, "Our Father." Why? Because He is the source of our life. He is the source. If God is your source, then where from these issues? Okay? I, I, I don't believe to come into your life to tell you the issues you already. Sometimes you want to go went so much and you forget that it is not really. If there is something in so. your life that you know and you're going through, then I tell you, is it serious? It's not that you, do. As 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 I was, you know about that. Because you
3: know it. As long as one of us goes, we go.
1: You need me to tell you. Should I tell you what don't you want? I know what I want to tell you what you know So if I don't tell you what you you know already and I tell you what you want to know, I accept it. But there are times you tell someone what they don't know and they don't believe you because they don't know. If I tell you that you have ankle button, and as (laughs) far as you're concerned, there's no anger button, you will not believe me. Or to make a phone call home and ask your mother, who is that your mother of yours? What is this name? Then you realize, yes, you know. But time didn't know we Our expectation is that because we are the sons and daughters of God, God has a mind for us. And his mind for us is not us to be slaves. In a big house, there are sons and they are slaves. The master of the house is God, our father, and he calls us sons. I think it's time that sons
0: begin to walk by sons' walk. Hi there, wonderful people of God. You are welcome to Voice of Power podcast. Here is your man's servant, Bishop Zeus. In this podcast, you will experience a voice, the voice of God. For there is a voice that impacts and changes lives even the voice of the cross of Jesus Christ and of the Holy Spirit. You will be blessed to know Jesus Christ and walk in the light of His Word. You will experience power for total freedom and dominion. Stay tuned in the grace of our Lord. Amen.
2: Your presence is
1: happened to me. Oh Jesus, Oh Jesus, Your presence is heaven to me. Oh Jesus, Oh Jesus, Your presence is heaven to me. Oh Jesus, oh
2: Jesus, Your presence is heaven to me.
1: We bless the Lord, Daddy. We thank you for Your awesome presence. For your intents are far much beyond that which we can comprehend. We thank you for this power, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alright. Um, okay. I want you to help me honor my father, the prophet what power. See, I send greetings. Yes, George, number two, the best sermon. They charge like warriors, they steal wars like soldiers. They all march in line, not swerving from their posts.
3: All
1: right, that is still the NIV. I want the King James.
3: Right. They shall run like mighty men.
2: They
3: shall climb like the wall like, like
1: men of war. And they shall match everyone in his way. And they shall not be their arms. Hallelujah. Yes. Say it with me I am a warrior of the entire. The passing with which you are talking tells me you are a warrior to be but if you're a warrior as we speak, say it better. I'm a warrior from the end
2: Hallelujah. There, there's
1: a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot that God is doing. Uh, we may not be, you know, huge in numbers, but the Lord is in our midst. So this, this has been our anchor scripture for the conference. And tonight I'll be staying on this scripture as we go along. There are a number of things I want you to appreciate as we continue. What it means for us to run with grace or to have grace to run. Last night we looked at running out because I said it's a principle. If you don't run out, you can't run into. You need to leave some things so you can enjoy some things. You let go of some things so you can now hold on to some things. But there are things in our past that we must let go and the other things that we must click on to. So let's continue from 2 Timothy 2, verse 5. 2 Timothy 2, verse 5. I, I will just not be long with the scripture so we can look into your lives.
3: 2 Timothy 2, verse 5. Yeah. And if a man also strive for masteries, yet he is not proud, except he strive for you. Continue. The have found that made a man.
1: And the last one.
3: Consider what I say, and the Lord will give you
1: understanding. All right. Consider what I say, and the Lord will give you understanding. There's a lot that we are putting out to you tonight. You will need a grace of understanding. I want you to put your handkerchief on your head and stand to your feet. There's a lot of knowledge all around us, but not many have understanding. But from this night and uh, the sound of our voice, you will really both be understanding. He said, for this that I have spoken, may the Lord be strong so you have understanding. You have been to seminar services programs, but this is one of the programs that you can be sure you will live with understanding.
2: For the rest
1: of your life You will receive information And you will have
2: understanding May the Lord Replace you To bless your life
1: with understanding
2: And may your head
1: Not lack understanding May the oil of understanding Be your portion In the mighty name of Jesus Right now If you are lacking Any depth of understanding May the doors of understanding be open for you in the name of Jesus.
2: May you not lack
1: insight. May you not lack illumination. In the mighty name of Jesus. Before we in the fourth month of this year, may the Lord prepare you to have great understanding. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. All right, you you can see. From the NIV, verse 4, no one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. Similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. Say, according to the rules. Running with race, running with race, but we are running with a lot of reference to the rules because. All they run. As a matter of fact, when you read the King James, he says
2: all of the runners
1: run, but they all run for a certain target to obtain. Hallelujah. So there are rules, and I was just going to give you about six or seven rules when it comes to running the race of life. Hebrews twelve, verse one. Hebrews twelve, verse one. I said I need a reader, so you you stand by and be quick with your as I draw your uh, sword or something you, you read it
3: for me to restore the yes
2: therefore
3: we also are passed about the soul in the cloud of roses let us lay aside every weight, and the same way boosted the us. and let us run with patience the way that is set before us therefore
1: see that we are surrounded by so great a crowd of witnesses. Let us put aside every weight. So we dealt with the weight yesterday. But we come to the second part of this verse and it says now that we are put aside the weight, let us run with perseverance. Let us run with patience. Let us run with endurance. So rule number one for me is throw off Everything that hinders you or entangles you, if you want to run in this life, if you want to accelerate, progress into your future, you have to intentionally lay aside the things that easily entangles you. There are things in your life you know that this is so uh, this is so This is my path I am anointed, but I have an understanding, but. I have wisdom, but I love God, but I serve God, but I have but this is my part. You know there is a part in your life. So, even someone telling us to bundle all the parts in our lives and put it aside if we intend to run the race of life. Because if you don't put it aside today, it will entangle
2: you tomorrow.
1: Today, it might be just a seed in your life. But if you don't remove it, if you don't put it out tomorrow, you know it, it
2: will be a huge
1: in your flesh, And it will entangle you from being successful. So the, the apostle is telling his son that you have to be sure to remove anything that you know in your life is a stumbling block. Life is a race and life is a battle. Without your bats, there is so much you are about to face. And without your bats, you will be able to overcome. But with your bats, overcoming will be difficult. You cannot fight an enemy outside when you have not defeated an enemy on the inside. There is an enemy outside that you are going to face. But there is an enemy on the inside. Hallelujah. So that is the first thing to do. You have to deal with it. The trainer who is looking forward to run the race at green goes through months of exercise. Why? To deal with the issue of muscle pull. So that when he stands in the array to run, his muscles will not cling together and cause him to lose. So the exercise is dealing with the hindrance in his life. He works it out. So you need a period of waiting, a period of exercise for yourself. Spiritual exercise is profitable, so you fast, you pray, and you do it yourself. But then he says the next thing is run with endurance. That is the Lord of two. Run with endurance, run with perseverance. Why is Apostle Paul saying that you should run with perseverance? Because if you don't persevere, the hurdles in life will stop you once in your future. But you must be a person who can persevere so that you keep moving in spite of the difficulties we may have. Law number three, door to verse seven. It says you should run with courage like a soldier. Run with courage like a soldier. Run with courage. Why would we talk about having courage if there is nothing daring ahead of you? If there is nothing that is going to you know, stand against what you have believed. The things that you have gathered in your life that are supposed to give you a platform, the momentum. There are other things that will oppose you, and without courage, you cannot be able to overcome them. Psalm 18 29. Psalm 18, the verse 29. It's a song of David, which is sung when he had the victory. Over Saul. Psalm
3: 18. For by thee I have run
1: through the tree. For by thee I have run through a tree. And by my God I have led over the wall. And by my God I have walked. I have lived over the walls. So law number one. Number four, if you are following with, with me. Is to run over limitations, run over limitations, run over limitations. And we'll be if the limitation is yourself. Then you need to run over yourself. You need to let go, put aside your ego, or else you can't progress. Run over limitations. You say, by my God, I've leaped over walls. I have scaled the walls. But you have the grace to scale over walls. Hallelujah. There are things in your life you need. You need that swiftness to run over. To run over. Hallelujah. Alright. The next is still in George, about 2 verse 7. The second part. To run with focus. Not swearing, But being Consistent. He said, these soldiers that are running like soldiers and climbing walls, they do not cross paths. Each of them runs in their own course. They charge like soldiers in their own course. They do not move or swear off the course. And that is very important. If you run without focus, you can be sure that your destination will not be your initial destination. Imagine a bed flying in the sky having a destination going far to pitch somewhere and then all of a sudden the winds begin to blow and the bird tries how to flap its wings to stay in line and yet the winds blow this bed off course without your eyes on a certain target you cannot get it you cannot get there and that is why when we read Hebrews talk when we realized that the runners run but they run with a focus, with something in mind. Alright? The last but not the least is to run for the price. Run for the price. Run for the price. So that question comes to mind. What is the price? What is the price? What is it that you're looking for? What is it that you are running after? What is it that you are expecting to experience? That becomes the price. Run for the price. And that means you need to have the determination to accelerate, to move, to progress. You need to also run with an aim and have a gauge. The last reference that I'll stay on and then we will pray into our future so we can run with grace is 2 Samuel 18. It's a long reading, but we will take our time to read. Second Samuel 18, verse 19 through verse 32. And then we will preparing to Leave you. Second Summer
3: Nineteen.
2: The nineteen. Second
3: Summer Eighteen. the nineteen. Then it said the of let now. Now run and bear the king tithing. How that the Lord had avenged him of his sins? The two answered unto him, Thou shalt not bear tithing this day, but thou shalt bear tithing another day. But this day thou shalt bear no tithing because the king king's son is dead. Then said to him, Go tell him of what thou hast in which thou himself is to draw and run. Then said Ahima, the son of the yet a day to draw. But howsoever let me, I pray thee, also run after a bush. And draw said, Wherefore will thou run, my son, seeing that thou hast no time to pray. But howsoever he said, let me run and the said of me, run. Then I shall run by the way of the plate, and overrun push. And David he said between the two days. And David he between the two days. And the
2: watchman went up to the roof over the gate onto the wall. Verse 28. Verse 28. And space And Ahima saw and
3: said unto the king, All is well. And he fell down to the head upon his face before the king, and said, Blessed be the Lord thy God, who shall deliver up after men, and they put out their hands against my Lord the King. Go, this night. And the king said, Is a young man as a said, and Ahimas said, When thou say Light. And he, I said, like, I saw the great people uh, I knew not what it was. And the king said unto him, turn aside and start here. And he turned aside and as stood still. And the king pushed him and pushed said, head. My lord again,
2: for the lord my avenged
3: this day for all that thou wilt not And he said to the king And the king said unto Bush, Is a young man as thou sayest? And Bush answered, The enemies of the Lord and the king, and all that rose against the king, and all that rose against thee to do thee, then, after that young man is. And the king was waxed and went back to the chamber over the gate, and went, and as he went,
1: that's what he said. Oh, my son, my son, my son, Asa. All right. Thank you. God bless This is the last reference of our premise 17 here the grace to run. Two men run the race Ahimaaz and the Kushat. Throughout the Bible, anytime the Kushat is mentioned, his actual name is not given. But he's a very powerful man. But tonight I want you to say with me, I am a pusher. I am a pusher. Hallelujah. Ahimans is one man who runs. And so all may run, but not all are running with grace. Hmm. Our prayer is that you run with grace. Hallelujah. And let me explain why I chose this text to explain what it means to find grace. As always, said, Joab needs to send information to David. Ahimaaz comes by himself. They, they are characteristics of Ahimaaz today that I will, compare with so you can throw.
2: Ahimaaz these days will come
1: by themselves. They will seek platforms by
2: themselves.
1: They will desire to be preachers and leaders of our people by themselves. They will will want to have a name for themselves and be on Facebook
2: and everywhere and let us know that they have something to say. They they are loud everywhere. I can't to come and say
1: that. Send me, send me today, send send me now. I will go. I am quick, I am swift, I a rat. I can do it. I am anointed. I can heal. I can raise. I, I can do it. So, I know it's love. And so the system, the system. So the go God that and says, So, it's not the season for a man to run. Your season will come you to die. I have season for another person. There are people who are running today, but it's not their season. So when you look at them and you want to run or be to be healed because all of us run, Paul has to run in my city. Hallelujah. And I know your city is about to begin. I just know that your clock is ticking and it's about to be 3 p.m. for you. Hallelujah. And Himaz comes to Joab and says, let me run, let me run. I have a chance to run. You may have a to run. He appears to have the grace to run, but it's not all who ran they have the grace to run. There are only a few who ran with grace. And he comes and asks, Lord says, Lord, you have a time to run. And then, Lord so calls, Tekushah, that's what my brother said, Tekushah. His name is the given. of Hebe. Tekushah, who run with grace, often times have no name. They, 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 they are not mentioned at all, they are not
2: mentioned place all. Uh, they will not be invited about my day, having I mean, raised enough you know, to accomplish uh, that. They, they will not be everywhere on every
1: post that my day there is, there is, there is on your head. And this is who side the black man. He's a black man, my Bible is a black man. And and God chooses who run to test me with that information. And I was thinking feeling that you are my bike, you know, racist, you know to send the black man to send the power of God. send the flag of would go to send the India, India to send the information. But I understand God because he knows this man very well. He knows who one has the grace to God and one has nothing at all. So he says well, what was the grace to run? And he tells him, go and tell the king what you, who said, what you have seen. That is the difference here. Because Kusha was there when it happened. He was there when someone died. He knew the process. He understood what happened. But this guy, Achimams, was not near the place. We know by his own answer. So he runs through a shortcut because Kusha has already gone ahead. If a one tries to overtake you don't worry. If let them pass and go, you will meet them along the way. And when you get there, you realize that they will not deliver. When the attack came, they could not perform. And your time will be up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who hands are ahead? Because you are the one who was sent, And you are the one who was called. Many are around, but they have not been called.
2: Many are out there
1: in ministry, the they the but they have not been called. They may say, not come to give a priest, but they have not been called. But there are only a few that have been called. And as a matter of fact, only a few that have been chosen. I thank God that you are amongst those who have been called. I thank God that you are among those who have been chosen. Because I see a purpose before you that God is gradually bringing to fruition. He's gradually bringing to that point where you see it in exercise. Push up those ahead. And he carries things, he carries information, he carries food. what they need to hear. And he runs. That he takes the shortcut. That is how he for you. He always has a shortcut. A quick way to do it. A fast way to get done. That is my master. But God is not interested in how straight and how people can be in terms of getting there. But His whole focus of what you can. May you run, but run with content. May
2: you run, but run with grace. May you not get there on that brand and have nothing
1: to be. May you get there and have a lot to be. But the beyond you will need what you are going to impact. May you be a loser rather than a They take the shortcut, the simple way, the easy way to make it. If you are seeking after an easy way, to be careful, because easy things in life will always end in And things that come to you easily will also leave you easily. And things you don't work for will leave you without an announcement. But the things that you live up for will stick and stay. The things that take time before they don't your life you will never leave. In this anointing, the anointing that you get by waiting of the Lord is an anointing that stays. That is only giving a personal when you are not fasting or praying. It's an anointing that is always with you. But an anointing that you obtain by blessing him, blessing him, anointing, anointing. It's you not know, like trying to be humble, but you don't pay yourself to all. Was also going to say, the dead. God, Hallelujah. The people are all over the place. I was observing something today. and is crazy. All over the country, people. I'm telling you, Shodkar, You look at a person. Just yes, ask the Lord. What is the sounds of this one? And the Lord will tell you the percentage. Of the spirit, and you know this man needs to go to school. Not go to school as if he's enrolled in the Bible school. There's no Bible school that can give you the grace to run. The grace to run comes from God Himself. By the way, you can say, Yahweh, I am praying on you until you touch my life, until you bless me, until you elevate me, so that no man can send me down. That is how you seek of God the grace to run.
2: And all over you see people that are
1: shortcut people, my heart is all over. A few My akinha, but you want the grace. So you take them up and he, he, he gets there before they you. will get there before you, but don't let that discourage you. And so why do he gets there and then he is anxious to hear a good news? He's anticipating that he he's the news that his son is alive and his son has repented. But that is not the news. As a matter of fact, Bush is the one with the information, and he marries that He comes and says, Oh, King, okay, it is well, it is well. He's prophesying to you that it is wrong well with you. You will be blessed. God is going to visit you. You are
3: going to travel, you go abroad. Oh, yes, sir, so. yes, sir, some news is. One when we get the church you pass that way.
1: sweet words they come, but somehow God has not spoken. God has not said them. Well. Verse Often times, those that God has said, they come with words because of the hard to take. You need to clap when the spirit works because he carried the force. Mm-hmm. And he might be coming with words. Okay, all is well. All is well. You have won the victory. Your are parents. Then the king is interested in something more than just a victorious person. He said, It's my son, Absalom, well. And that is where we find our good and bullying sanitors. How many can we defend the gospel and stand by the cross and reveal Jesus? The king is interested in his son. God is interested in those who will bring Jesus, not those who come and make a show. So David is asking for, Absalom. like God is always interested in Jesus being glorified. If they praise and they really don't point us to the cross, let's turn our backs to them. They are wolves in sheep clothing. They are himats. He comes with sweet words. And if he asks, is my son, Absalom well. And he says, well, wow, your master Joab My master was sending the other guy and sending me (laughs) your servant. Your choice servant. All I realized was there was a lot of tumult, a lot of confusion. Oh, is that all you have to say? That at the time you're being sent, there was a lot of confusion. And the king says, stand aside, for we can see another one running. They will put them aside and say, let us wait for him, he's coming. Let us pray for her, He's coming. His hand is at He's coming here. So put them aside and in, introduce you and welcome you, like, because you carry the grace, you carry the content, you have the information, you have what we need. And so the king puts aside his hands and what comes? Kush. And Cush, when he was asked, "Is my son Absalom well?" He gives the details. The details. He tells the king straight forward. There's no well with your son at all. And the king understood immediately. Why? Because Kush was there when it happened. Sometimes you may preach other people's servants for a while, but soon you must preach your own sermons. You must also begin to hear God's son And stop downloading things on Facebook and uh, from YouTube. You must tell us what I told you. Tell us what you have experienced. Tell what you have. That is what we will be doing And God is interested in me being real. Realistic. Not materialistic. Not interested in what is the hype of the day, but what is the agenda of the heavens. Because in Colossians is coming what is the agenda of the heavens? For your personal life, for your corporate life, for the life you are living as a student? what is the
2: agenda of the heavens? What is God saying concerning <laughs> your life
1: in the next 20 years to come? That is the agenda of the heavens. And the mm-hmm. ask mm-hmm. When you going to come and tell you that now that it is going so to go with him. And he will not tell you about how hard things are going to be for you mm-hmm. after school. How you are going to suffer and go about in search of something to eat. Look at your eyes. They will not tell you about that because that is not good at all. If they tell you that you will not give anything, so they will tell you what is sweet and nice. But I know you are one that God is reason, as a cushion with content. So the last law is that run with grace, run with content, run with information, run with knowledge, divine knowledge. See, you you can study the Bible and read all the commentaries, and you need still become apostate. You still declare that the Bible is is just a book, like someone who says is a pastor recently said the Bible is just you know, a book like any other book. No wonder. He's going nowhere. Because if you condemn the foundation, then what is your stance? What is your grounds? But we, the people who go to the tough times. That's why I told you, running with grace means running with endurance. It's not easy. If I started and tell you, running with grace means it's going to be easy. That is a big lie. It's going to be tough. But that is why you have grace. So you go through it, close the evening. Bad things are Passes, but we go through it, we don't stay in it. The fire will come, but you go through it. The flood will come, but you go through it. The hailstones will come, but you go through it. You don't stay in it. So you you fall once or twice, you fail once or twice, but you don't stay down. You get up, you clean yourself, and you need to do more. That is the work of faith, that is the life of grace. And Jesus has put us in so we can accomplish what He has set in mind. Ask that person tonight. In 20 years of life, what can you see in your life? In 15 years in your life, what can you see? What can you see? It will be too you know catastrophic for you, you, you not know, you know to know what God has been going for the next 20 years. You need to know, see, I need to know. You need to know because as well, it's your life, and as far as God is concerned, it's not you. your life, is not a mystery. it is God who is a mistake to us. Your life is an people for God. And He can tell you anytime they get to stop about you. Hallelujah. And you can know exactly what God has done This night, we just want to impart peace. So you can run with purpose, you can run with a vision, you, you can run with something in mind. If there's a price, you will do anything to get there. Even if it means going on your knees, you want to get there. Hallelujah. Yes. There was once an athlete who ran a race and couldn't be the winner. Yes. But while all the athletes ran past him, because somehow along the way he had the muscle, didn't stop the race. You could see the finish line, and you could see others had already gone past him. They've already been given the victory. they
2: The
1: first, the second, the third, whoever. And you can see, even the 17th person has come to backfire and has finished the race. But he told himself, if i fit in the midst of this race, I will be a disgrace to myself and my generation. And therefore, even though I want to as the first man to run this race, I will finish this race at all With a pain in his leg, he kept on moving. You, know, you don't get a bride. He cut off moving. Move it. Move it. Until finally, he also finished. He also finished. I, I can tell you, you will also finish. It may be painful, but you will also finish. It may cost you price, but you also finish. It may cost you less, but you also finish. It may cost you even deferred, but you will also finish. It may cost you deferrants, but you will also finish. It may cost you a lot, but you also finish. That should be the case. not to become first. It's good cool to target first classes. It's important to learn how to get the first class, but if you don't get the first class in any class in it's so it's a job more thing, it's not the first class and not get top. I mean that's famous. So while you are busy, I call you as because if what God is telling you, you don't need the first class, stop worrying yourself to get the first class. Ask God first. Because if you have the first class, and God wants you to be a bank money, and he has opportunity to that all these ways you for you, There's no other first class, second class, or third class. God so will make it happy. Then stop worrying your
2: it. And ask God first. they este... took
1: God wants to touch your heart more than your head. If He has your heart, he can be suffocated. Uh, you want to have peace love and pursue life to get there. But what is the end? What is it that you are looking Do you even know what it means to be successful? Do you know what God oh, has in right mind for you? Do you know where God is sending things? you need to see? And I know God that right on this side, he should be seated. He cannot come to the fleas be and now he died and the next day, now he wears
2: the face. No, he will not come to the belly with the He will show me something. He will express his thoughts. He will raise
0: my heart. Hi there. God bless you for listening to today's Voice of Power podcast. May the entrance of His Word in your life elevate you above life's challenges and set you up for greater exploits. If you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, pray with us. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. I give you all my life. Come and live in me. Walk the path of life with me as your son or daughter. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Beloved, you will hear from us again. God bless you.